Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey, parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. It's cold up here, Jr. I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this on anybody, man. Right about now, it's uh, down like five degrees here and very windy. So um, I'm glad that uh, basketball is indoors and not outdoors. We don't have to play football. I hear that, Coach, because I know watching that Chiefs or Patriots game, I saw how cold it was, and man, I, I couldn't imagine being on sidelines for that game, covering that game. Exactly, exactly. I was thinking the same thing, Jr. 
Yeah, the coach. We, I had a cold game this year in Green Bay on December 9th. And, Coach, I must tell you, we got blowed out by the Packers, and I was miserable the whole time. <laughs> the <laughs> getting destroyed. I'm on the sideline. I'm in four layers, and I still feel like I'm frozen. I got ice box almost, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think there's any hot chocolate or, 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 or heat pad or any kind of heat and bench stuff. That, that wouldn't be for me, man. I, 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 don't, I respect those guys who can go out there every week and, and play in that type of weather and, and hit as, as hard as they hit. And not for me, JR. Not for me. I hear that, Coach. Now, Coach, your team is 5 <laughs> with Mac play, Coach. And what's mm-hmm. been the key factors for your team with this nice starting conference play you have had, you have going right now, and how do you see yourselves going forward starting off all 5 and right now? Yeah, I think we're just finally starting to evolve into the team I thought we were going to be. You know, we got off to a slow start. We played a tough non-conference schedule. We, I, I, I always tell our guys I didn't do them any justice this year. We were traveling all the days. We traveled for like 12 days for almost 9,000 miles on our planes every other morning, and I, I didn't do us any justice at all. So I, I took the blame for our early night opera schedule. And then, you know, as we got ready to get into the league, we just needed to get some confidence. And once we started getting better and some confidence and, and being that we all know we're capable of being, uh, this, is a, this has allowed us to really start to come together and start to play good basketball. And I can say, Coach, that non-conference schedule, I know it was tough, but I feel like it toughened your team up and showed them how to fight through some adversity, travel all those miles. I feel like it's good for team building and team bonding while you're going through a struggle, while you're losing some games you might not want to lose, but you're becoming one that's going to help you, like now here in late January, going into February and into March there, Coach. And I feel like the, the guys are playing well based off of those tough times you had in November and December there. Definitely. I, I, you know, our guys are starting to figure out, you know, these young kids, they don't, they don't understand when they're going through adversity what they're dealing with. They don't put things in perspective. As a coach, I'm constantly reminding them the big picture is, you know, getting better and competing against this type of competition that we competed against to make sure that when we do go into our, our conference that we're prepared, that we know we've been able to play some, some high-level schools and play them very competitively. And, and so, you know, again, there's no knock on any teams in our league, but if we feel like we're capable of competing against some of those high-level teams, that we should be able to transition that into our conference and, you know, hopefully fare, fare well in our conference. And, and I think our guys are starting to figure it out, and it will help us, and it has helped us. But uh, big picture sometimes when you're going through it, like they say, you can't always see the forest from the trees. And, Coach, you know, I do a lot of speaking at mid-major schools, different teams who have me come in and talk to them. Well, I'll try to tell these guys at the level you coach at, Coach, is, hey, mm-hmm. you want to at least win your conference in the, in the, in the regular season because you get the into the NIT. As a as a fallback, if in those days in March, February, those three or four days, you can't get all the way there. But I, the goal is getting to, to March Madness one way or another, the NIT or the big dance, preferably. But when you're a college regular season title, you, you, you will play after the season's over with. So I try to tell the guys that lead that big picture and just say, yes, let's build towards that great run through January, February, and that last week in March getting that tournament push. But take your business off through January, February to make sure you get, at least get that birth in the NIT there. Right, and I, I thought what happened for us, obviously winning the league last year, getting the postseason to the postseason bid to the NIT, having played Argon, I, I thought we did a really good job. I thought we took that next step. Obviously, we had been that type of postseason in the NIT since 1998. The NCAA tournament now still looms, you know, behind us, and we're trying to get there. But that's that's 1994, so we've taken the right step. I just thought early on. 
we didn't come back as focused as I had hoped we would. You know, sometimes you can start to read their clippings and everything and mm-hmm. start to, you know, everybody talked about we got preseason this, preseason that, this all-conference player, this all-conference player, that. And they started, <clears throat> excuse me, reading their clippings. But the couple of things that they forgot that you had to go out and perform in order to fulfill some of those preseason polls and, 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 and all-conference polls. And then secondly, they, what they weren't really understanding as I tried to talk to them throughout the summer is that every team was going to give us their best shot at night in and night out. And I thought we took that for granted early on. I thought we weren't focused enough. And uh, we've now gotten back to being that team and being focused and understanding now, okay, yes, you're right, Coach. Everybody's going to give us their best shot, so we got to be ready. We can't take anybody for granted. And I, I really think that's what's gotten us off to a good start. You know, obviously now we've got a little bit of confidence. Uh, we, we got a big game coming up this Friday with Iona, so I'm certainly hoping that uh, we'll be ready. We will be ready because, you know, they, they've always given us a, a great battle wherever it might be, whether it's here or there. We've struggled to win at their place. I, I just actually, I'm in the office now, and I put something up on the board. In, our, in the last past 10 years, we're three and seven on the road against those guys and, and having one two years ago against them pretty big but uh, we've not had a lot of success down there so we really got to be attentive to all the details in terms of what we're getting prepared to do you know as far as playing these guys and understanding that uh, you know they're well coached they, they what you talked about earlier jr is they do have that pedigree of getting to the ncaa tournament having that experience and having the coaches that have been through it as well so um, that's where I'm trying to get our team to, and, and being in the NIT certainly help us take the help us to take the next step. But we certainly got to take that next step and get to the NCAA tournament. And coach, I feel like a lot of young guys don't realize this in the summertime and at March, April, May, July, June. You got to get better. So player development programs yep. are very key. And I feel like even when, especially when you win, there are, like you said, there are guys in the conference who maybe finish last, but they're trying to be, get better than you. So that player development right. programs are very key to how good a team is the following year. And I feel like a lot of, sometimes a lot of young men don't take the player development piece in when those workouts summertime very seriously as they should because this is about making you better for when the games count starting November through March there. Right, and the one thing that we, we're fortunate enough to have, they are, we have our guys at least stay one summer session with us to where, you know, uh, like you talked about, a lot of these kids aren't self-motivated. We have a handful of guys that honestly will get in and, and get the work that they need to get, you know, in order for them to be better. But it's the other handful that, you know, we're constantly staying on top of them to make sure that they do get those workouts in order for them to be better. But you and I know that, the only way to become really a great player is to be motivated and get in there on your own where you don't need the coaches. That's something in addition to what we're, we're doing as far as player development, getting you better. Um, and that, that's something where I, I think a lot of these kids are, have lost that. I think they don't really understand that there's millions and millions of players out here and kids out here that would love to be in their situation, would love to have, to have the opportunity that they have. I think they take those things for granted, but I also don't think that they understand and see the big picture of how many people out here are really trying to get after it and, and trying to be better. And they're blessed and fortunate enough to be in a situation where they have everything in front of them in order for them to be able to do it. But uh, sometimes they lack the motivation in order to get where they need to get to. You got there, right, Coach. And, Coach, now, for my listeners out here, Coach, we got listeners out from California all the way to 
Maine. We got the whole country covered with the affiliates we have, Coach. So who are some mm-hmm. guys on your roster, Coach, for my listening audience who are playing Ricky Rose for you guys this year? When they watch the rider, who's who some guys they should kind of keep an eye on, know what they're doing for you, how they're helping the team go, and it's keying this streak you guys are on? Uh, it starts with our point guard, Stevie Jordan, who's a hard soul. He is the heartbeat of our team. He's our point guard. He uh, He's actually a junior now. He walked in. Uh, he's a preseason all-conference player, first-team all-conference player. It starts with him getting after it, directing our guys. He Not only can Stevie score, but his whole thing is to make sure that he gets everybody involved first and foremost. He's, our, he's, my, he's an extension of me. I, I really – you know, I tell people this all the time. You know, if, if you have good players, they make you look like good coaches. And it starts with the point guard. And Stevie, if you have a good quarterback, then, then there's a chance that you have a good shot of being a good team. And Stevie's that quarterback for us that's going to get us directed, going to get us in our offense, going to make sure that guys are getting the ball where they need to get to. So it starts with him. And then it starts, then secondly, would be our, what I would call our alpha dog in Demetrio Vaughn, who we lost some games. Um, back in, in November, December, without him, he had a fracture in his ankle. He got hurt in the game, and he missed about a month of basketball for us. But he's back playing at 17 the other night for us against Manhattan, which was huge. But he's our alpha dog. He's the guy that's going to get after it. He's the guy that's going to take the big shots. He's going to guard the other team's best player. He's going to get after our guys and make sure that everybody is doing what it is that they need to do. He's also – a uh, first-team all-conference preseason pick as well. So those two guys, um, Stevie being a junior, Demetrio is a redshirt sophomore. It starts with those two guys. And then a young man that uh, is still building on what he did last year, Frederick Scott is a transfer from DePaul, a freshman, uh, excuse me, a sophomore transfer now from DePaul. He was a sixth man of the year last year, and he's building on that this year, uh, having a really good year for us. And kind of that guy that can do a little bit of everything, 6'8", can handle the ball, can shoot it, can score inside out. Uh, he still needs to get better defensively, but he's a young man that uh, has a huge upside in, in just learning and getting better every day, so I'm excited for him. Uh, we got Jordan Allen, who's a retro sophomore for us, one of our best three-point shooter. Uh, he's had some huge games for us, up and down a little bit, like for him to be a little bit more consistent, but uh, if we can get him going more consistent in the league, which he's gotten off to a good start, and then we'll be good from the outside. Uh, another young man is our starting center, Tyre Marshall, who I think he's really having a good year, really coming on in the tournament. Uh, he, he's going to really push for, you know, being the best center in the league this year, I think. Uh, Kamar Williams is a transfer from Florida International, starting at the point guard for us or off guard when he moved Stevie off the ball. Uh, he's another young man that's really starting to go with us now and starting to figure and find his way into our team. Uh, so I'm happy to see his progression. And then uh, we have another young man that's a, a fifth-year senior for us, and I can't speak enough about Anthony Dorham, who's just been the guy that's been in our program the longest. He represents everything that our program is about on and off the court, hard worker, actually in the gym right now by himself, working with one of our managers who's rebounding for him. He's the glue guy for us, but yet uh, he's that guy that says all the right things and does all the right things that you need as a coach in a player to, to make sure that uh, he's getting a message across to our team and that it doesn't always come from me, it comes from him. You know, and then just, just a number of guys. It's a team, JR, and it's a team that's really starting to click on all cylinders and everybody's starting to really understand and define their roles, which is 
certainly helpful for me in playing those roles because obviously everybody wants to play a lot. We have a, we have a lot of depth. We play a lot of guys, but you know there's certain guys on our team that aren't playing the amount of minutes that I'm sure that they love to play, but yet being team players, they're all buying into it and uh, you know really playing a role at this time of the year. I hear that, coach. You definitely want to have a coach. You have a true team. But all the men you described are pieces you need to have a complete team, and you have that. Plus, you have a balanced roster, class-wise for it. Also, you balance for your scoring and rebounding. So, I, I was right. my, my research was here. Your team is very primed for great things. The way it's constructed and you know, under your tools, they, they they will do things. They buy into buy in and keep buying what you what you're teaching them. They'll be a okay, in my opinion. Absolutely. I, I believe that as well. Like I said, we've been knocking on the door. They understand that uh, what it would mean to get this university to the NCAA tournament, what it would mean for our fans. Uh, it's a long time coming, and we just got to take one game at a time, stay focused. You know, everybody in the league is really starting to play well. You can see that. Monmouth is coming on. Iona, obviously. Quinnipiac. There's the Kinesis. There's a number of different teams. But we're going to take it one game at a time. We're going to enjoy it, which is important as well to make sure as we're going along with this that we're having fun and enjoying it. And um, just stay together, you know, and make sure that uh, I, I keep them focused and they stay focused. And I, I, I love your league, Coach, because you, you you, your league is full of guys I talk to all the time, which is like Reggie, Reggie uh, Baker, oh, yeah. and Jamie on. I mean, I talk to him pretty right. often. So it's like, you know, those guys are, are, are good guys who text me all the time. I'm like, hey, I, I can't have you on until you start winning. That's <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. <laughs> I give him a hard time. Wait, you start winning, I might have you but I'm going with Ryder until you – you got to catch Ryder before you get on the show. Now. I can't have that. Come on, man. Don't get him all hyped up, man, where he starts coming in here beating us. But, no, this, to be honest with you, there's so many really good coaches in this league and the guys that you just mentioned. And then Jamie Allen is going to get those guys turned around. They've had some big upset wins already with the guys that are returning and some of the guys that he bought in. But – you know, night in and night out, these guys, there's the staff, do a great job scouting, knowing one another, knowing our, their opponents just as we know our opponents. And, you know, you can't take any team lightly, whether at the top of the league or they're at the bottom, you know. And so that's just a sign of good coaches and, and what they do to get their guys playing in their programs and, and buying in and doing the things that they need to do in order for them to be successful as well. And, Coach, I can't, I can't let you go by asking you some more prediction. Who you got, Rams Patriots? I got the Patriots. Uh, you, you can't you can't go against Tom Brady. You saw what he did last night. He is the goat, you know. And it's just he, he just defines what it is to, of greatness. You know everything that he does. You know the guys around him, everybody that buys in. It's so hard to separate yourself and be that type of player and that that type of greatness. And so uh, I'm enjoying watching it. You know, and, and I'm glad my kids are old enough to see it, but. Man, in our lifetime, the, the Michael Jordans, the Brady's, they don't, Muhammad Ali, these guys come few and far between. So I, I'm just enjoying it. And I, how could you root against the guy or how could you bet against him? Because every time you do, you know, he finds a way to get it done. And I know they lost last year. So trust me, that that's an extra incentive for him to get back this year and, and hoist that uh, Lombardi trophy. Well, Coach, you know me personally. I have a Tom Brady PTSD based on Super Bowl that happened in Houston. So I, when I see that guy, flashbacks of right, that back right. in day in Houston, man, we was up twenty to three on them boys. I, right, exactly. I remember. I remember. Well, unless that clock is 
expired with all zeros on it. Can't ever count Tom Brady out. Well, Coach, I'd say, see, Atlanta, I have now become the the Atlanta Rams now. We're all Rams fans right. here in Atlanta. <laughs> we, okay, okay. We are cheering for the Rams there, Coach. Cause we can't, it was like, we right. had, we had, we, Coach, we're cheering for Chiefs, Rams, to be honest with you, because the right. Saints are our rivals. We don't want to see them, and the Patriots took, took, took us both of us. We was up on them. We was like, we can't want them here, so – but you know right. we got the Rams, so trust. See Atlanta, they they adopted them calling them the Atlanta Rams now. It's funny how we okay. got the shirts out here already, man. Coach, they, the city is right. buzzing for the Super Bowl to be here. It's buzzing, man. Waffle House is well, that's gonna be awesome. right now. That, that, <laughs> they, they, that new stadium that they built. Now I'm a Viking fan, so you know I'm struggling, man, with the fact that uh, we 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 actually had that big win against New Orleans last year, and I thought it was going to carry over this year. And then we go out and get Kirk Cousins, but it didn't happen for us. But you know, I'm sure they're going to go out and address some of the things that they need to address. But this Super Bowl is going to be exciting. You got two really good, talented players. One young guy, you know, in, in his first year as a quarterback, and then you got Tom Brady that you can learn from. But man, what two dynamic head coaches on both teams and, and assistants? That's just going to be fun to sit back and watch. And again, like I said, I, I'm not rooting for either one. I'm being a Viking fan, but I'm, I'm rooting for a good game. Yeah, the Vikings, I, I, I like y'all coach Mike Zimmer. He's a real cool dude. Right. I talked to him at the, at the league meetings. I always have okay. time for you, man. He's a great guy. And I'm going to tell you, coach, I'm going to tell you what hurt the Vikings. You know when that, when the coach mm-hmm. Sperano died? You no, know, he had yeah. that line in order. Yep. When he passed away, right. and that line's kind of just, you know, if you watch the line, you can't really protect the quarterback. And Kirk Cousins already uh, checked down Charlie to begin with. If he gets right. in that pocket, he's going to check it down right. real, real fast than you would normally. <laughs> so it's like, well, well, and you're 100% right, Jr. I know a lot of people are saying, you know, Kirk Cousins can't win this, can't win that. But if you're a quarterback and you don't have a good offensive line, and, and that, that was unfortunate that Ronald died right before the season. And those are things that have happened. And I, I've been a Viking fan since the Purple People Eaters. But those are things that have happened to us in our franchise a lot of times. We've had a lot of unfortunate things happen to us. But you know, that offensive line was in disarray from the start to the end. You know, I just believe if they go out and address the line and get some better guys, they've hired Gary Kubiak, which I think is a great hire for Zimmer, and he'll help him out. And Zimmer can focus on the defense while Kubiak helps with the new offensive coordinator that we have. That I, I do believe the pieces are in place for us to have a chance to compete again and get back to the playoffs. But, um, man, it's, it's never guaranteed in, in the NFL year in and year out. And, it's sports in general, so that's what makes it interesting. That's what uh, you got. You got to live in the moment because you just never know. Like New Orleans lost yesterday, you just never know when you have a chance to get back there again. You got there right, Coach and Coach Bagger. You've been great. He's always on the show with your time and for I love, love when we have a conversation with each other. Coach is always good and always insightful. A lot of things we, we talk about here on the, when we get together as a coach. I look forward to all city down the road. Hopefully in March, Coach, when you get punching that big dance to the. Big dance there, Coach, not the NIT, but the, but the real one. Hope that happens for you, Coach. Absolutely, and I always enjoy being on your station there. So thank you, and I appreciate you covering us. All right, folks, it's Kevin Baggett, Ryder Bronx, on the Boss Man Show.
Hip-Hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Tell me what you gonna do to me. Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and Scissor. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 